Welcome to the AKA Pads Audio Audacity and here right here right now we're talking Biker Boys the 2003 Fast and Furious inspired movie. That's right Fast and Furious had cars, Biker Boys has bikes and hey I'm your host Peter A. DeLuca. This is the coolest pop culture podcast you can ever imagine because I'm a guy who just I got too much in my head. You already hear that intro. Let's get to talking about this movie and I'll tell you why I'm on the road. Alrighty, welcome back. So I, I'm I'm on the road because there's there is a wedding. Yeah, I'm I'm in Maryland. I'm in Baltimore, Baltimore, Maryland for a wedding. And I have so much time to kill, but I love hanging out in hotels. So I'm at this like Double Tree Hilton, and I'm going to work out. Then I'm going to go eat. Then I'm going to slowly get ready. I'm going to release this podcast. It's just like a full. It's just a stacked day for me. But I tell you people all the time. I say, look, go out there, create, go do something. And I can't travel without creating. That's the type of person I am. I'm addicted to it. I want that dopamine. It's like heroin. It's, I love it. But anyway, so look, the last few episodes of this wonderful podcast, aka Paz Audio Audacity, please subscribe. <laughs> uh, we've been talking Fast and Furious. And the last episode, episode 218, I mentioned two of the spinoffs, like two of the movies inspired by the Fast and Furious franchise, who I believe were directly inspired. And two separate studios took two separate shots at doing this. One of them was Dream DreamWorks, who I really had no idea was involved with this movie. It blew my mind when I saw the DreamWorks pop up when I decided to watch this, because I never even watched uh, a second of this movie. Torque, I'm more familiar with, and, and and if I have to compare the two, I'm more drawn towards Torque. It's more of a of a. It's just a better story. It's more streamlined, and it's more. It's just better shot. It's just better shot. But 2003. Okay, so we got time travel. 2003 was also Too Fast, Too Furious. Now, between Fast and Furious and Too Fast, Too Furious, we had Torque. Torque came out in 2002. So, 01, The Fast and Furious. 02 is Torque. And 03 is Too Fast, Too Furious and Biker Boys. And then we had a three-year delay until Fast and Furious presents Tokyo Drift. That was 2006. Now... This movie was also inspired by a Vanity Fair article that highlighted uh, African-American biker culture. And this this movie takes, uh, I haven't read the article, but I would say like the first 20 minutes of this movie directly adapts that article. And then it goes, and then it, look, it wipes out. This movie completely wipes out (laughs) after we're introed into all the characters. And then we have like almost an avalanche of poorly rendered tropes, okay, uh, black exploitation tropes, and it's 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 like such a waste because this movie has one of the best lineups. I mean, everyone, everyone you want at that time from two thousand and three is in this movie, and. I had no idea even like Lawrence Fishburne was even a factor in this movie. He's wonderful. Derek Luke, who uh, is relatively Lawrence Fishburne's 
illegitimate like you know bastard child uh they they kind of he doesn't even know he's a revelation in the movie spoiler alert there but hey we don't care about spoilers here Derek luke plays his son very well lisa bonet awesome kid rock is in this movie kid rock's like the only white dude in this movie he executes orlando jones awesome in this movie we have jimon hansu he's amazing in this movie we have lorenz tate and i love lorenz tate he's good in whatever he's in he's like a true character actor he's good we have vanessa ball calloway i'm just going through everything that <laughs> that google's bringing up about this cast tyson beckford okay now when tyson was in this movie he was the hottest male model in the history of male models he looks incredible we have a young Terrence Howard running in. Terrence Howard, of everyone I'm about to name, he's one of the only people still in the game, still relevant. We have Titus Welliver. That's right. Smoke, Mr. Smoke from Lost is in this movie. Uh, he's also in Bosch, the Amazon Prime series. Then we have Rick Gonzalez. He's the second good character actor in this movie next to, uh, next to Tate. We have Brendan Fur. I'm sorry, we, we have a few white people. Brendan Fur is he he's so his relationship in this movie, like he's just thrown into this movie. There's really nothing to do. And then as a background character, do you like Rufio? Do you like Hook? Do you like Steven Spielberg? Do you like Robin Williams? Rufio from Hook. Dante Bosco is in this movie he he barely has a role but he's he's there and then rounding out the cast we have we we have an interesting addition we have eric lasalle now eric lasalle was super hot on er around this time uh there was few actors on tv that were uh as magnanimous as eric lasalle that show I, I kind of viewed like er really never recovered from eric lasalle's departure he he um he was in the role with er that was that seemed tailored made for him that seemed perfect it's it's a crime eric lasalle number one dies early in this movie spoiler alert i always say spoiler alert after i spoil because we don't care about spoilers on this podcast and uh the movie kind of doesn't know where to go after the death because uh look i try and find the silver lining in everything and everything i watch here's the silver lining this movie is shot so well at dark at night you forget you like you forget that there's trickery involved to achieve that complete home run uh i would say biker boys and collateral are the two best night shot movies ever and collateral is enabled just through technology not through technique there's some technique in, in collateral the music's good in this movie the cast everyone in this movie is awesome where this movie fails is is the actual plot it's the execution it's the storyline it's your index cards laid out because that's that's how we write movies. We lay it all out on index cards. We put it up on the board so we can see it. It just fails. There's too many uh, plot threads. There's too many plots. It's it's a little bit like Star Wars: The Phantom Menace. It's hard to pinpoint the focus of this movie. Once the focus of this movie emerges, you you're not interested because uh, you've invested emotionally into 
separate threads or and you're you're trying to find something to hold on to by the time that's there it's just not impactful enough it's not important enough am i talking platitudes perhaps uh but this movie has like a good soundtrack it's a good it's a good definition of 2003 uh but what you know like too fast too furious if i were to compare the two too fast and too furious destroys this movie uh overall okay now this could be a little bit because our filmmaker our filmmaker reggie rock bithwood is he's more of a screenwriter uh you know like his overall directing experience isn't great isn't something to discuss but he's a career guy and he's been in the game for a long time and that's that's how we end up with movies sometimes it's just people working working a career like rocking and rolling trying to get that paycheck so i'm watching this movie and and i'm just like struggling to find things to grip stuff to hold on to stuff to talk to all of you about and i'm not i'm just coming up flat i'm coming up short and it's depressing <laughs> because because i always believe look, look i just watched the movie for the 31 days of dread i watched a movie called microwave massacre and i found so much good about that movie it's on amazon prime go check it out that uh, like I'm, I'm getting upset that there is not enough for me to to draw on and uh, what i mean by black troops i mean uh kid uh, he uh, he's he's like he becomes our focus character okay again he is he's played by Derek Luke okay Derek Luke it's a great performance he within the story he breaks off on his own uh we see a little bit of the politics of the, of the biker clubs and the way that they're organized uh the crime element is taken out of this movie because Lawrence Fishburne actually somewhat plays a straight they're just part of a biker gang which is kind of weird because you know like they they have to have a criminal element but uh, you know like <laughs> so they take away the criminality within this movie and it's a little bit of a straight shooter and it's just it, it, it's a hard sell it doesn't really sell it doesn't come off i think that was a mistake that they needed a criminal element for sure in this movie within the biker gang just for the story to work just for the stakes of the story to be a little bit higher but derek luke breaks off and, and forms his own gang or his his own biker club because they're, they're called clubs not gangs and it's biker boys and well branded like yellow uh, we have golden yellow and black it's just looking cool rocking and rolling and i don't know it's we have so many characters that we've recognized later that you know like they're kind of swinging for the fences even elena jones and they kind of have nothing to do and there's an obvious criminal element within this movie and it's not highlighted and that's where the movie it just i'm telling you it just drips it just a little, a little bit of biker boys falls flat it immediately makes me want to watch torque and really compared it to and i think post 31 days of dread because laying out the next few episodes episode 2020 or 220 220 is going to be the 31 days of dread lead-in and then we're going to go right into the 31 days of dread day one of the 31 days of dread will be bright burn so watch it check it out uh i, I was amazingly 
amazingly impressed with, with Brightburn. I can't wait to talk to all of you about huge missed opportunity when it comes to uh, attaching an audience to something. Like the audience failed Brightburn, but anyway, yeah. And like the uh, could could was there more in Biker Boys to become a franchise than Torque? Yeah, yes, because Biker Boys had this like universe built into it with all these cool different clubs. Uh, you know, with the with the racing and and like I said, Derek Luke, uh, they 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 really don't know what to do with the character when it comes to black troops. Derek Luke again, illegitimate child of Lawrence Fishburne. They don't know who like whose father and whose son, and they're having this like father and son struggle. Um, you know, like single motherhood. You know, like angry youth. You know, you see this a lot, and you know, like I would even argue Blade is part of that too. Like you know. And Blade, I went into Blade expecting Blade, the Wesley Snipes Blade, to be a black exploitation movie, and it blew my mind, and I love every single frame of that movie. Uh, you know, but he doesn't have, like, a full black cast. That's the difference with this movie. And I just feel like there's so much talent, there's so much wasted within this film. Uh, it's just frustrating. And it's, it's not, I don't think it's a good lead into the 31 Days of Dread. I really thought... I was going to love this movie, and I just ended up not. So, like, overall, like, would I say Biker Boys is worth seeing just to get it, like, out of your system to help understand Fast and Furious a little bit more? I would say yes. On that on that note, it's worth noting, like, and, and understanding what Fast and Furious inspired along the way because after these two movies kind of did nothing, they broke even. This and Torque pretty much broke even. even. Uh, I, right? Like, let me double check. I think this movie's budget was $32 million. Let's go. Budget, $24 million. Box office, $24 million. So, $24, $24. And Torque was like $32, $32. Uh, you know, which is kind of funny. Uh, it kind of goes to show you, like, marketing budgets. They, they can market a movie right into its budget. And, you know, again, that's some of the uh, dynamics of how studios stay in business. They can at least make their money back. Uh, you know, I would have liked this movie to have been more so it it, it was incentivized to become a franchise because you could do a lot with this movie. And like I said, the people in this movie are so talented, they're so good. You could have you could have fed them more. You could have fed them more Biker Boys. I think Biker Boys is brandable, maybe more brandable than Fast and Furious, to be perfectly honest. And uh, you know, like would something like this serve to? Uh, I don't know, come back because the title's so good. Yeah, reboot Biker Boys. Let, let's get it. Motorcycles and the fascination with motorcycles and motorcycle racing is far, far more than, than street racing, let me tell you, because there's a reason why every single superhero movie franchise, all of them, Mission Impossible, Spawn, The Dark Knight, it goes on and on and on and on. They all have motorcycles for a reason because motorcycles are cooler. They're just cool. Uh, I would love to see a long-standing motorcycle franchise emerge, even now. And I think Biker Boy still has a template. I think it could be remade, just just, just tire. That's all. You can even keep the same story elements. But hey, hey, everyone, I got to go. I got waiting to report to. Let's get it done. I love you. And until next time. <laughs>